for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands is being killed you will remain unscathed and unharmed you will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment for they will be paid back for what they have done when we live our lives within the shadow of god most high our secret hiding place we will always be shielded from harm how then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us god sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go defending you from all harm if you walk into a trap they'll be there for you and keep you from stopping You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds me in the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands, is being killed you will remain unscathed and unharmed you will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment for they will be paid back for what they have done when we live our lives within the shadow of god most high our secret hiding place we will always be shielded from harm how then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us god sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go defending you from all harm if you walk into a trap they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. 
He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands, is being killed. You will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands, is being killed. You will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then can you hear the angels' was born online we just want to say hello and welcome you as well 
Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus, the Savior of the world. Thank you for giving that great gift to us. And Lord, we just bless your name tonight. We praise you and lift you up in this place. You're so good and gracious. We love you, Lord, and we welcome your presence here in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship the Lord together. Are you ready to worship tonight? It's Christmas time. Hallelujah.
was announced thousands of years ago. And we're still talking about it. Amen. We're still talking about the big announcement that was made to announce the birth of a Savior. Not just for our generation, but for all generations. Thank you, Lord.
We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord. We lift our voice to you. The great I am. Lord of all. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless your holy and wonderful name. Glory to your name forevermore. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are good and faithful. Hallelujah, the rock of our salvation. Lord, we just give you all the praise. We bless your holy name. And we're so grateful and privileged that we have your presence here. We're gathered in your name. And you are in our our midst. You're moving. You're ready to do your will. And Lord, you're ready to speak to us and deliver a message to us so we listen to you now. Don't look to the world for your joy. Look to me, says the Lord, and I'll give you joy unspeakable and full of glory. My joy for you is your strength. It rejoices from your heart. Let my joy flow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. Well, you may have your seats. Praise God. What a great and glorious night. Just want to remind you that we won't have a service this Sunday, so you can have maximum family time. So in your giving, amen, you can give tonight, anytime during the service. And uh, if you write a check, you can make it out to VCF. If you want to go through our website, you can do it that way. Um, if you want to use a card, you can go through our bookstore and... Uh, this week, as you're celebrating, you know, you could send it in or whatever. But God's, God's a giver and so are we. Amen? And uh, it's a joy and a privilege to give. So uh, God will bless your giving. I heard uh, one preacher say you can't be God-giving. Amen? So uh, you can do that anytime. And if you're watching online, of course, you can go to our website and uh, do it that way. Father, I just speak a blessing over the givers and their gifts. I thank you that it goes into your kingdom. And Lord, you're so grateful as you provide a return on our seed, Lord. And we just give you thanks and praise and we call them blessed, blessed, blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, we're going to continue on and we're going to let you see uh, the production of our Kids Life Kids. And uh, they made a video, so I want you to watch the video.
At that time, Caesar Augustus ordered the census to be taken out throughout the empire. This was the first sentence. When Quirinius was governor of Syria, everyone had to travel from his own ancestral hometown to be accounted for. So Joseph was so Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judah, David's town for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go but with Mary, Spiatha, he was pregnant. While they were there, the time came to, for her to give birth. She gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there's no available space in the upper room in the village. That night in a field near Bethlehem, there were shepherds watching over their flocks. Suddenly an angel of the Lord stood among them and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. Today in the town of David, Savior, Savior was born for you. He is Christ the Lord. This is what you are to look for, a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger. At once, the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to the God, glory to God in heavenly heights, peace to all men and women on earth who please him. When the choir of angels disappeared back to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and baby lying in a manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angels had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angels had told them.
give our kids another round of applause. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's good to have fun. Well, I'm just going to share with you uh, briefly tonight, and then uh, we're going to light some candles and celebrate the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, you know, the Christmas story, that's the greatest story ever told. And uh, it's a true story, and it reveals how much God loves us. You know, God loves you a lot. And um, it shows us what he did to save us. I'm so glad that he saved us. I'm so glad that he saved me. And uh, it's, uh, Christmas is about how God became a man, a sacrificial lamb, and a savior to the world. Salvation is the greatest gift that's been given to every person on the planet. So I want you to receive your gift today, if you haven't already. And we're going to go to the book of Luke, chapter 1. And my focus tonight is I want to focus on the salvation message that the Christmas story tells us. And um, in Luke, starting with Luke, chapter 1, verse 26... You can follow along on the screen or in your Bible or on your device, however you'd like to do it. And uh, it says, now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, a descendant of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And uh, coming to her, the angel said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly perplexed at what he said and kept carefully considering what kind of greeting this was. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Listen carefully, you will conceive in your womb and give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus. That's the beginning of the salvation story because Jesus means the Lord is salvation or the Lord saves. So his very name is salvation. Amen. And he came to save us. That's what he came to do. And he is the savior of the world. Say Jesus is the savior. And he came to save. Well, what did he come to save us from? He came to save us from sin. Sin had entered this earth a long time ago, and it infected every person. And the only cure was for God to become a man and sacrifice his life so that we could be saved from sin. That is the only cure. And uh, that's what makes salvation so precious, because you can't get it anywhere else. You can't buy it. No one can manufacture it. Uh, It's only found in one person, and that's Jesus. And you have to have a relationship with him. You know, like like every gift, a gift can be received or rejected. And uh, so this is the gift that God gave us 
the gift of salvation. And it says in verse 32, He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? She didn't. She received the message. She didn't know how. And the angel said to her, uh, "The Holy Ghost will come upon you, and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Therefore, that holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God." Just as Jesus was born of a woman into this earth, God wants to birth His life into your heart. Jesus is, Jesus was born into this earth, but God wants to birth his love in your heart and it's called a new birth you know god god jesus told a man he was a teacher of the uh, pharisees named nicodemus he said unless you be born again you can't enter the kingdom of heaven or you can't see the kingdom of heaven and nicodemus is thinking well how can i get back in my mother's womb and jesus said you're talking of natural things i'm talking of spiritual things you know, be, to be born again is to accept Jesus Christ, call him as Lord, and you get changed from the inside out. Right? You don't, your hair color doesn't change, your eye color doesn't change, but you are a different person when you accept Jesus. Okay? So Jesus is Savior, all right? Then uh, we're going to jump down to verse 49, and uh, Mary is singing a song here. You know, she breaks out into song. And uh, in the midst of her song, she says, verse 49, For he that is mighty has done me great things, and holy is his name. His mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. You know, God giving us the gift of a Savior is showing us mercy. He gave us a way out of the dominion of sin. He gave us a way out from that bondage, from that captivity, from the destructiveness. You know, people don't think that sin is so destructive until they experience the consequences. Amen? And, uh, but thank God for this gift. So his salvation is for generation to generation. It's the thing that won't wear out. It's truly one size fits all. It's got a lifetime guarantee. Hallelujah. And salvation is for everybody. There is not one person on the planet that doesn't uh, qualify for salvation. They just have to receive it. You know, salvation is for everybody, but not everybody has received it. All right? And uh, now we're going to go to Joseph in Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. We're just bringing out... The places where God highlighted salvation. And in Matthew chapter 1, verse 20, Joseph had found out that Mary was pregnant, and uh, she was three months pregnant. And uh, how do you tell someone that you're engaged to, that you're not supposed to be with anybody, that, you know, during this time something happened, Right? That's not necessarily an easy thing to do. So uh, Joseph was a righteous man, though, and he was contemplating these things. In, in Matthew one twenty, it says, But while, while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Thank God for angels. 
You know, all along the way, God was communicating with his people good news. And messages were delivered, but the angels didn't make them believe. They just delivered the message. You know, I'm just here delivering a message, but it's up to you to believe it. I can't make you believe it. I can just share it with you. Amen? So the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, fear not to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. You know, we need to conceive some things of the Holy Spirit in us. You want to make your dreams a reality? Conceive something by the Holy Spirit. Let him do a work on the inside of you. Give you a vision and a revelation. And he'll show you the steps to take. And verse 21, it says, And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Savior. Call his name Savior. Right? Call his name Lord is salvation. Hallelujah. For he shall save his people from their sins. Say, I'm his people. All of us are his people. You know? It's not for just for the Jews, it's for the Gentiles. I'm not a Jew, but I'm adopted into the family. I work for a rich Jew. His retirement plan is out of this world. And he treats me just like a son. Amen? He owns the cattle on a thousand hills and all the potatoes underneath. Glory to God. He's into all kinds of businesses. He's an artist. He's a builder. He's a creator. He's a healer. He's a teacher. Right? So, call his name Jesus. So Joseph had the privilege of calling salvation. You know what happens when you call salvation? Salvation answers. You know, God made it so easy for a person to get saved. He said, all you have to do is to call on the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. Why is it so easy? Because God doesn't want anybody to miss out. He wants everyone involved in his plan, in his family, and in his kingdom. All right? All right, well, let's go back to Luke chapter 1, and let's see what Zechariah said about salvation. Luke chapter 1 and verse 58, or 68. Verse 68. Finally, you know, Zechariah had a little problem. He couldn't speak for nine months. You know, if I'm a preacher and I can't speak for nine months, that's a problem. Hallelujah. But, you know, the reason he couldn't speak was he didn't believe. So when God tells you something, just believe it. All right? Verse 68, Luke 1. So Zechariah's mouth was loose, and he began to, first thing he did was he praised God, then he began to prophesy. He said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. I'm telling you what, sin devalues you, but God add values to you. Redemption is adding value to you. That means he purchased you. He bought us. What did he buy us with? His blood. He has redeemed his people. Verse 69, and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. For he, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, which had been here, which, which had, been, had been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies. You know, the greatest enemy is Satan, the devil. He's the father of lies. And God made us a way for us to be saved from our enemies. Hallelujah. And from the hand that hate us. Aren't you glad you can be delivered from haters? Glory to God. 
and uh, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham. All right? So God raised up for us a horn of salvation, strength, and power. You know, uh, the Apostle Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? It's the power of God to salvation. Here's the kicker, though, to everyone who believes. If you believe it, it's yours. If you believe it, you can have it. But if you don't believe it, you'll do without it. All right? All right, let's let's look at the shepherds. Let's go to Luke 2.11. Right, the, the shepherds received a message of salvation. It says, for un, the angel said, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Say a Savior. savior. Which is Christ the Lord. You know, when a person is saved, they believe that he is God's son they, and they confess him as Lord and he literally comes to dwell in your heart. And we have to be God inside minded. You know, he, he came to save us. And uh, he is Christ the Lord. You know what? If he's Lord, that means we're not. Amen? So we got to submit to him. We got to listen to him. Let Jesus lead. He, he's died and rose again. He knows what he's talking about. Let him lead. He's got a plan for your life. He designed you. He created you. He knows how to get you from point A to B. Let him lead. He leads us by the Holy Spirit. So the shepherds heard this message. And and they said, and this shall be a sign to you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. I found out that swaddling clothes are cloths that they put around newborn lamb's legs. And when a a newborn lamb is born, they wrap its legs to keep it warm and I guess to give it stability. And that's what Jesus was wrapped in. Well, he is a lamb. John said he was a lamb slain before the foundation of the world. He's the lamb of God. All right. Okay, let's go to uh, Luke chapter 2 and verse 25. And we're going to see a man by the name of Simeon who talks about salvation. You know, the, book, the Bible is a book of salvation. The greatest day that ever happened to me was when I was born, but the second greatest day was when I was born again. I'm 53, and I was born again at the age of 12. And I invited Jesus to come into my life, and he did. He moved in in such a dramatic way, changed my life completely. And I'm so glad that I did. And, you know, Jesus might be knocking on your heart tonight. Well, it's up to you to open the door and let him in. You know, Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. But if you open in, I'll I'll come in and uh, hang out with you and live with you. All right. So in Luke uh, chapter 2, verse uh, 25, it says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. Woo! You know, the Holy Ghost, he lives in, if you're born again, he lives in you, but he can get on you too. Glory to God. And, uh, And it was revealed to him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. 
So God had given him a promise. You're not going to die until you see the consolation of Israel, until you see the Lord. Verse 27, and he came by the Spirit. You know, we've got to let the Holy Spirit lead you in everyday living. Into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law. This is when Jesus was eight days old. Okay? That was the day that they would circumcise a male child on the eighth day. Because that's the best day for that to happen. Then he took him in his arms, verse 28, and blessed God and said, Lord, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Who was he looking at? He was looking at a baby. But this, this, was, this was God's son. Yeah, he was a baby, but he was born to save the world. Hallelujah. That was his purpose. That was his assignment. And he saved us by sacrificing his life, dying on a cross, rising from the dead. Hallelujah. So I have, my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all the people, a light to lighten the Gentiles. You know, if you're without Jesus, you're in darkness. But Jesus is a light. And he said that there's no darkness in me. And the glory of your people, Israel. And Joseph and Mary were just sitting there going, wow. They were just marveling at what was being said about baby Jesus. Okay? And then let's look at Anna, the prophetess, in verse 36. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age, and she lived with a husband seven years from her virginity, and she was a widow of about fourscore and four years. That's 84 years. And uh, she departed not from the temple. You know, we have to be actively serving God all the days of our lives. And, uh, but serve God with fastings and prayers night and day. You know, there's something that you can do. And she, coming in that instant, gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spoke of him to all them that looked for redemption in Israel. Redemption is salvation. Hallelujah. And when they had performed all the things according to the law of the Lord, they returned unto Galilee to their own city, Nazareth. All right? So let me say some things about salvation. The very name of Jesus, the Lord saves, he is salvation. He lived up to his name. Amen? He did everything that was required of him to save the world. It's signed, it's sealed, and it's delivered. Now, hopefully you check your mail because he sent you an invitation. And he's waiting for your response. Jesus was sent, born a man, lived, died, and resurrected for one reason. To save the world from sin. There is one savior of mankind and his name is Jesus. You can't get salvation anywhere. It's a rare commodity. You can't mine it. You can't buy it. You can't dig for it. 
It only comes from one place. It comes from heaven in the form of Jesus. That's what makes salvation so special. Salvation is God's free gift that has been given to all, and it's received by faith, believing that he is God's son. How many believe that Jesus is God's son? Hallelujah. Everyone who accepts Jesus as Savior is saved from the penalty of sin and reconciled with God the Father. Sin, see, why do we need to be saved from sin? Sin separates us from God. When sin entered the world, God and man were separated. And there was no way of getting back together until a sacrifice had to be made and the price had to be paid. Sin is destructive. It affected all of humanity, and it brought death into the world. Through one, the Bible says through one man, sin entered the world, and death through sin. But thank God there came another man. After the man who brought sin, there came a man who brought salvation. His name is Jesus. He is the Savior of the world. He was the only one qualified to save us from sin, the Bible says in Matthew eight eleven, it says the son of man, he has come to save that which was lost. That was, he, he came to save that which was lost. What was lost? Our relationship was God, with God was lost. You know, man used to walk with God in the cool of the day. But then when man sinned, he hid from God. He was separated from God. Okay, so sin brings separation. Matthew twenty twenty eight says, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. What do you pay a ransom for? You pay a ransom to kidnappers. Someone takes you against your will, and they demand a ransom. Satan captured us through sin because man gave his authority over to Satan, and Satan has access and influence in this earth. The Bible says he's the God of this world. He's the prince of the power of the air. And... He, everyone was enslaved by sin until someone came and paid a ransom. Whoo, glory to God. He paid a debt he didn't know. We couldn't pay a debt. You know, we had a debt, but we couldn't pay it. We, we could have emptied out Fort Knox and it still wouldn't have been enough to cover it. It, it could only be paid by blood. John one twenty nine says, John said that Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John 3.17, God did not send his son to judge or condemn the world, but he came that the world might be saved. He's not here to condemn you. He's not here to say how bad you are or what kind of mistakes you made. He's just here to save you. He's here to reconcile you. He's here to get you connected to his father. He, he doesn't bring up the past. Why? Your future is much bigger. Your past is in the tomb. Don't be a grave robber. Tomorrow's in the womb, so all we have today is a gift. It's a present. Today, we have today. Today is the day of salvation. And the Christmas story is all about salvation. It's about the plan of salvation being unfolded. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 10.10 says, the thief comes not but only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly to the full, overflowing life. 
Jesus is a life giver. If you're going to have a Christmas party, invite Jesus because he is the life of the party. Wherever Jesus is, there's life. There's joy. There's peace. There's strength. There's power. There's goodness. John 12, 47. If anyone hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge and condemn the world, but to save the world. He's, going to, he's come here to save the world. And besides, the word that we reject, that's what's going to judge us. All right, 1 Timothy 1.15. It says, uh, this is a faithful and trustworthy statement observing full acceptance and approval, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. I was a sinner, but I've been saved by grace, and I've been given a new nature. Now all things are becoming new. Hallelujah. Old things are passed away. Glory to God. How many have some old things that would like to pass away? Amen? Get them under the blood. You get them under the blood, God forgets about it, and so can you. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, the Apostle Paul, he was persecuting Christians. He thought that he was doing God's will until he met Jesus. And then he realized that what he was doing was wrong. And he had this blinding light that appeared to him on the road to Damascus. And he was blind for three days. God gave him three days to think about whether or not you're going to follow my plan. And uh, another brother named Ananias, God said, I want you to go to this man named Saul. And uh, Ananias was a little reluctant. He said, uh, I've heard his reputation. He's got a pretty bad reputation. He said, don't worry, he's a chosen vessel unto me. And Ananias said, okay, if he's good for you, he's good for me. So he walked in, laid his hands on Saul. Scales fell off his eyes. He got baptized in water. He got filled with the Holy Spirit. Paul got his ministry jump-started in that instance. And then finally, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3, says this. This is good and acceptable and pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who wishes all people to be saved. It is God's will for all people to be saved. Are all people saved? No. That's job security for preachers. No, <laughs> Just kidding. No, I tell you what, we all got to be like the shepherds. And we got to communicate what we've seen and heard with other people. How many want to be a shepherd? Right? You can be a shepherd. You can communicate what God, what you've seen and heard. Okay? And all the people will marvel. All right? He wishes all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Say, Jesus is the man. He gives himself as a ransom for all, a testimony given to, for the right and proper time. One mediator. He's God. He's man. He's Jesus. All in one. Right? I'm so glad that God came to save us. This is what Christmas is all about. Christmas is about Jesus. Hey, it's fun to give gifts. Hey, there was giving in, in the Christmas story. 
lot of people gave different things. We, we played a game with the kids yes, uh, yesterday called Who Gave What? It's a fun game. I made it up yesterday. <laughs> but the kids loved it. I loved it. It worked really well. And uh, it's interesting to see who gave what in the Christmas story. But I want you to think about this tonight. This is the greatest gift of all. This is the gift that keeps on giving. I do not regret one bit when I accepted Jesus Christ when I was 12 years old. It was the greatest decision of my life. And if you're here tonight and you have never made Jesus Christ your Lord, this is a good night to receive the greatest gift of all. And I just want everybody to bow your heads. And uh, I'm not going to call you forward, but, you, you, you know, if you don't know Jesus, you know you don't know Jesus. I want to give you an opportunity to make it right with God. Amen? And uh, Heavenly Father, I thank you for your Holy Spirit who is moving in our hearts right now. And you're taking these words of your good news and you're impacting every heart right now in the sound of my voice. And I just give you thanks and praise, Father, that you have made it available and accessible, salvation. And I want everybody to say this after me. And if if you're saying this for the very first time, I just want you to believe it. All right? Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you that Jesus is your son. I believe that he died for me. I believe that he lived for me. And I believe he was resurrected from the dead. I'm calling on you now, Jesus. I need you. I trust in you. I put my hope in you. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Come into my heart. I give you full control. I yield to you. And I call you Lord. Jesus, be Lord of my life. I commit to following you all of my days in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you said that for the very first time, tell someone that you did. You know, when I got saved, I was uh, in uh, middle school, and I was in seventh grade, and I was going to a Catholic school by choice. And the next day, I told Sister Mary Stella and Sister Mary Jane, who were born again sisters in the Catholic Church, I said, guess what happened to me last night? They said, what? I said, I accepted Jesus. And they just, they were just so excited. They cheered me. It was awesome. You know, when you get born again, tell someone. Right? Because that just makes the devil know that he's a liar. He doesn't have control on you anymore. All right? Were you ready to let your light shine? We're going to let our light shine. Uh, We're going to get our candles ready. The praise and worship team could come. Hallelujah. You want me to get the lights? Okay. Hallelujah. You know, there was, a, there, there was a lot of light in the Christmas story. Well, 
Well, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to turn the lights off in a little bit. <laughs> we'll get the lights started first, then we'll turn it off. We're going to sing some songs, but the final song we're going to sing, Pastor Doug doesn't really sing, so he might say it. <laughs> I'll lip sync. <laughs> we're going to sing. How many of you know the song, The Blessing? We did this last year, but it's a good proclamation over your family for the year and over your life. Amen? But we're going to sing, uh, Oh, Come All Ye Faithful First. And uh, does everybody have a candle? If you need a candle, just wave your hand. We'll get one to you. Um, but it's a family event. Amen? We're so glad you're here tonight. It's wonderful, wasn't it? I thank you, kids, for the great uh, bravery you showed in doing your thing. Uh, the reason why we recorded it because we knew some of the kids couldn't be here. So this was a great way for them to bless us as a family.
Father, we give you thanks and praise for your goodness and your grace upon us. Thank you for giving us Jesus. And Lord, we just dedicate this Christmas time to celebrate you, to welcome your presence in our life, to do what's right in your sight. And Lord, we thank you that you strengthen us with might in our inner man by your Holy Spirit. And you lead, guide, and direct us on the path of righteousness for your namesake. Bless each and every one of us tonight, Father. We bless them with your presence and your grace. Let your your hand rest upon us. In Jesus' name, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Merry Christmas. With your family, Merry Christmas to you. God bless you all.